0: hello and welcome to episode 50 of Stolarite stories this is the second half of the conversation that i had with christian from kangaroo english so if you haven't listened to the first half stop this episode now and go back to the previous episode episode 49 and listen to that first all right but if you've already listened to that you're in the right place enjoy the second half right now
1: we follow systems or even people who can promise big things it's like you know if you only eat meat you will lose 10 kilos and you'll be the healthiest person ever and you're like wow this is what i need the meat diet okay um and it's attractive but you know it's not it's not real no and it's the same with I think it was the same with with a lot of language learning promises. They're very attractive to people. Like you know, uh, I have developed this new system, and you're going to get fluent in 30 days. And people go, "Wow, finally!" But again, it's not it's it's not real, and um, it's just the same old boring advice. Everything in moderation, little bit of everything, and, and you'll be good, right?
0: That's the secret. yeah, that's the only that's the secret, secret that there is uh-huh. to language uh-huh. learning. And I like the analogy with um, uh, dieting, because also when you, when you think about it, there are so many diets like mm-hmm. vegan, vegetarian, the mm-hmm. pa, what's it called paleo. Every day a new study comes up and and they say, "No, this is not what you should eat. <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah, same exactly. with language, right with with language learning. And I, I hate as well when I see those, like, learn English or learn this language in 30 days, get fluent in, in, in three months. Like when I went to London, I, I spent... There was a friend of mine who um, moved to London before me, and he said, well, after three months, now this guy can watch movies. This was another friend who told me about this friend. He Mm -hmm. said, you know, he went to London and now after three months he can watch movies and understand everything. I went to London and after three months I couldn't understand movies. And I thought, (laughs) why? Like he did it. So it's, we're all different. We're all different. And also because language happens in the brain, which is like it's the most complex object, right? In the universe. So we can't say that what works for me works for you. We're all different, it's a highly personal activity. So when they say best method, how do you know it's the best method for me? You don't know me, you don't know what I like doing, how I like learning. So it's a marketing term, right? Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, and also you don't know what I want because you didn't ask me, right? Yeah. 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 Um, we mm. shouldn't under we shouldn't underestimate that. Um, in fact, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I I um, I know a teacher who, before he starts um, working with a student, before he accepts them as a student, he interviews them to see mm. if um, to see if they can actually work together. Now, mm. I'd never heard of anybody doing that before. It seems kind of Crazy, right? But um, what what a great philosophy because it's like you know if we're going to do this together, um, we should be on the mm. same page. You no, know, we should um, we we should um, be be able to work together as as humans, um, mm. and I I think it's great. And also, you know, students should take the opportunity. To you know, before they accept them as a teacher, they should ask them questions to see if you you have similar ideas. No, um, like, um, well, this this conversation could lead to a whole um, a whole conversation about you know uh, native and non-native teachers, but that, well, that, w- that would that would be an entire podcast. No, <laughs> yeah,
0: but um, okay. Also. I know that you're very strong about another topic, which is textbooks. Mm. You would like, you would love to burn all mm. the textbooks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right? Have you, have you cha- Okay, you haven't changed your mind about that. Okay. No. What, what's wrong with textbooks?
1: Um, so, but basically, um, t- textbooks textbooks are, um, in general, there are very few exceptions, but in general. Um, they exist because of the exams and the testing that happens at the end. Um, mm. And um, if, you, if you can imagine, um, a textbook or a book that, that a student is given in a class would look completely different if there was nothing in that book to test. Okay? Okay. Most most textbooks are um, just basically um, a, a, a gigantic book of questions, of yes and no <laughs> questions. Really, that, that's all they are. They're they're a gigantic book of yes and no questions, with some with some um, <laughs> with some uh, pretty photographs and some fake fake stories and things like that. Um, So I don't think that you should view them as a teaching tool. I think you should view them as a questioning tool. Um, Mm. And, like, to to me it's an incredible thing. Okay, it's an incredible thing because I've seen a lot of teachers on the internet now who are very excited about um, this new AI tool called GPT-3.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so GPT-3 is where you can, um, it's, it's a artificial intelligence chat system. So you can ask it a question and it will give you an answer. And there are many teachers who are really excited about creating lesson plans using the, this AI tool. So they can say, um, please uh, write some text about the Eiffel Tower and give me three comprehension questions about the Eiffel Tower. And they that's literally what you type. And then the system oh. will give you the text, and it will give you the three questions. And teachers, uh, I've seen them on Twitter, very excited. They're like, "Oh my God, this is amazing! This will save me so much time." Time in, in mm. the classroom, right? And and it 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 tells me that they that they think that the problem is that there is not enough language in the world, that they need an artificial intelligence system to create language because. Where will they possibly find language to, to, you know, to study, which I find incredible, right? I f- the problem is not that we don't have enough language, okay? Absolutely not. You could, <laughs> you could not. spend, you could spend ten years just on one shelf of books, you know. Um, you could spend ten years just, just on Netflix, only on Netflix, okay? That we have. A ridiculous amount of language to, to 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 absorb, study, discuss. Okay, we don't need more language. What what we need is we need um, a, a different philosophy of of, of language, um, where um, you know where the language comes from the the people that are in the room, right? Not from not from somewhere else. And I think th- that, again, is, is a huge problem that I have with textbooks, that a teacher in, let's say, a teacher in Vietnam hmm. will work on a book of questions that is designed by somebody in an office in, in Cambridge who knows hmm. nothing about this, this teacher or their students or their culture and we're just going to assume that they that they want to learn the things that I'm putting in my book. And I think that it's it's not right. And the teacher in Vietnam should reject that book and reject the idea that somebody else, thousands of kilometers away, decides what they learn in their classroom. And they should decide with their students, what do we what do we need to learn? What do we need to do? Um, and you know, they should um. They should approach... Create. They should create their
0: own books. Mm -hmm. And create... Maybe create their... Sorry, I interrupted you, but they can even create their own textbook. Like, with the students. Like, what have we learned today? Right. Now, this is page one of our textbook. And at the end of the the course, you've got a textbook full of things that they've talked about. I remember when I was... uh, in, uh, in New Zealand, I took a Spanish course, and the only word that I remember from those three lessons is a word that I asked the teacher. I, I asked, how do you say paper? I said, or, or worksheet. I can't remember if it was worksheet or piece of paper. And the teacher said, papel. And that's the only word there. we did. For three days, we studied vocabulary for uh, jobs, weather, I can't remember any of those. I only remember one word, the word that I asked the teacher, which was, how do you say this? Because she didn't give me one. And I said, I need, I said, this, how do you say this? And she said, papel.
1: (laughs) Amazing, right? Because it was personal.
0: Yeah, it's what I needed in that moment. (laughs) So it, it makes it much more memorable than... Okay, these are a list of words to talk about the weather. I mean, it works because it works like this. This is how languages are taught around the world. But as you're saying, we should shift, we should change our philosophy. And, and, and it all comes down to what language is, what you think language is. Is it an item that we should test uh, or something more organic?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in 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 the past, in the past, um, some people accused me of being anti-teacher because uh, my content was very, um, uh, let's say, um, I, I, it was kind of, I suppose, aggressive against, um, you know, you know, teachers shouldn't be doing this, and right, and and, and when I reflected, I realized that yeah, it could definitely be. Perceived as as anti-teacher um, But you you can't you really can't blame uh, a lot of teachers for for what happens in in, in classrooms um, mm. because You know te- teachers are, are trained to, to, to mm. think and act in this way um, mm. so it, it will require to change. This will require like a, a, ch- a generational change no, like a fundamental change where the whole system from, from the, the moment of teacher training all the way until um, a student finishes their studying, they have to change the, their philosophy of language. Um, but again, I mean, it depends what you want. Um, hmm. if, if, you, um, if you, as a society... Right as a society, if you decide that you want people to really know a lot of details about English grammar, and then you're going to test them on those details and they get high scores, if that's what you want for your for your people, okay, great, carry mm. on. You know, mm. um, but then don't don't complain that oh you know um, how how shameful it is. You know. Um, <laughs> bruta figura no, know that um, you know that we can't uh, that you know uh, my son has been studying English at school for 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 ten years and he can't even have a simple conversation okay well, if you want to change that you have to change like really change so um, yeah
0: but it's hard to change some cultures like I'm thinking of the Japanese culture because I had many students in New Zealand from Japan. And I had Japanese students and Brazilian students in the same room. <laughs> and the wow. Brazilians, you know, they are very communicative. They don't care. Like uh, yesterday I go to cinema and, you know, they they just speak. And then you had the Japanese students who like they meticulous and they want to be precise. They like making a mistake is the worst thing that, that can happen to them because of, Thousands of years of of uh, evolution, like the samurai, they 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 would kill themself, themselves themselves yeah. if they committed a mistake. Uh, so how do you change that? How do you change an entire culture? <laughs> so, I mean, it takes yeah. a long time. I mean, I don't think
1: I, I don't think you can you can escape your culture easily, right? It's very it's very difficult. Um, um, I mean, there's yeah. the the story of that famous. Um, uh, airplane crash with uh, the South Korean uh, airlines, and the airplane crashed because the the two pilots were too scared to, to to tell the truth about what was happening because of their culture. So the plane crashed and many people died. Um, and it's difficult to escape your culture, but um, there's no doubt, and this is just this is just the reality. There's no doubt that some things in life, um, you you need to make mistakes to, to learn. Absolutely. Okay. And so, if you yeah. if your culture is is uh, averse, or mm-hmm. um, if your culture says that you know making mistakes is a terrible thing, then it it really will directly affect your ability to learn. And so, you have to be brave enough and you have to be um, self-aware enough to be able to break through that 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 limitation um, because many many things a majority of things especially things that are that are hard you have to make millions of mistakes before you learn to do them correctly um, yeah it, millions and,
0: especially in when you're learning a language like you can't you can't expect to learn a language without making mistakes like it's it's impossible okay give up i would say give up today if you think that you will never like uh, you have to go through that and you have to be willing to lose face and uh, we don't care if you're an engineer or a or a doctor uh, you're a baby when it comes to language learning so yeah i uh, mean we would never it.
1: We, we would never apply this philosophy to anything else, and that's why it's so upsetting. So, so for example, um, imagine that one day you decided that you wanted to play baseball. And we can say that, wow, baseball is really very simple. I throw the ball at you, and you have a wooden stick, and you have to hit the ball as, as far as possible. Wow, it's so simple right? I'm sure that I can do this perfectly without making any mistakes. In fact, in fact, it's so simple that probably every time I try to hit the ball, it should go completely out of the park, right? But no, you know, it's extremely <laughs> difficult even for professional baseballers who play baseball for hours and hours every single day to hit the ball out of the park. It's very rare, okay? So, and to do it, I have to make millions of mistakes before I'm going to hit the ball correctly. And language is far more complicated than hitting a ball. But why don't mm. we accept that, we're go- that, you know, that we have to go through the same process and that we will never do it perfectly every time? It's, it's unfair, an unfair philosophy. Yeah. Mm. Um,
0: Christian, I wanted to ask you about your projects. Uh, I know um, that you have you you've been working on many projects like the travel adapter, the uh, charity in the um, the charity project in Laos, and then you've got the academy. Mm. Which one would you like to talk about? You have to choose one.
1: <laughs> well, they are all they are all kind of kind of connected. Um, yeah. So so basically, um, uh, I I I have a, an online academy, um, mm. and. In the Academy, we, we are really living by the philosophy that um, we should just focus on doing things with language.
0: With textbooks. With
1: <laughs> There's no textbooks in the Academy. Okay. Um, we, we had a big fire at the very beginning to burn all the, all the textbooks. Um, yeah, so um, the, the website is basically um, a combination of video courses, um, which is, let's say, some of the um, some of the more deliberate study aspects of the of the academy. But also, um, there's a huge calendar of live classes every every month. At the moment, there's um, about thirty hours a week of classes of different levels, different subjects, different teachers. Um, and also, there's there's clubs which are created by the students. Uh, there's an wow. amazing documentary club which is run by the students. They watch a different documentary every week and then they meet and they talk about it. Um, and I, I didn't form that club. They formed it and they run all the activities and they're doing it because they love it. Um, mm. And they certainly don't talk about grammar or um, anything else when they when they meet. So mm. it's an example of, of of how we really live by that philosophy that... You know, language is, is a tool for, for communication. Um, and, um, yeah, all, all of the, the profits from the academy go towards building schools in, um, in, in different countries. Our first school in Laos opened in September. Um, and we are on the way to building our second school. Um, we, we work with a, an American charity called Pencils of Promise. Um and also, there is an independent group of people who um, are working to raise money for this project as well, by giving free English classes. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Kangaroo English community is just an amazing community of people who, um, uh, yeah, who are interested in learning, but also helping others.
0: Um, hmm.
1: And. You know, the support, for example, the support in the Academy, um, for the people in Ukraine at the moment as well, um, has been, has been really impressive. Um, um, and in fact, one of, one of the members of the core team of the Academy is actually, um, a guy from Ukraine, um, who's an amazing, an amazing, uh, guy to work with, who's completely obsessed with English and, uh, uh. Yeah, he's, he's nice. a real role model, yeah. Um, do, you,
0: do you test students in the academy? Uh, Is there no, a, we, an end-of-the-course test? <laughs> no. no, we don't
1: have any tests. Um, we, we do have, a, we do have a, a self-assessment when they first ah. join, okay? And that's a self-assessment similar to what I was talking about before, okay? Where hmm. we present people with some examples of language and we say, can you understand this or can you do this? And then based on that self-assessment, we we try to find activities and teachers at their level. Um, I see. But apart from that, we don't have any any testing. Although there is a free English level test on my website, Fabio. I don't know if you've seen that.
0: I, I took that test.
1: Oh, and um, well, we don't want to spoil it for anybody uh, who's listening, but... Um, yeah, if you really want to find out what level your English is, I highly recommend taking the test on my <laughs> website. It will be it
0: will be in the show notes, uh, along with the with the link to join the academy. Can people join the academy now, or I mean, do yeah, you they have can. They can at it, any time.
1: It, yeah, it, we do not have uh, like semesters or um, uh. start dates and finish dates. It's just a, uh, like a, like like a real community of people. We just kind of live together um nice uh, that's yeah.
0: great and yeah. wh- why laos um uh, cuz i i've been to laos and it's an, like oh, it's beautiful oh i'm so
1: jealous oh my god yeah. yeah
0: yeah i was i was there when i i traveled 6 months backpacking in in southeast asia wow. and, and i how nearly was died it? How is laos? i i nearly died in in laos because the uh, oh. um the, the person who was, the, the driver was kind of crazy guy. We were up in the mountains and uh, we were on a terrible bus. Like it was very run down. We broke down twice and then he was driving like up these mountains and he was also on the phone trying to change the but He was doing something on his phone, like trying to uh, fix something on the battery. And I was like, man, look, look where we are. We, We've already broken down twice, and so yeah, be careful wow. if you go to Laos uh, okay. <laughs> on a bus. <laughs> okay, but was it uh, a, is it a,
1: is it a, is it a great country? I, people say yeah. it's great.
0: Yeah. yeah, it is great. Like, I think like Vietnam, Cambodia, uh, Thailand, all those countries in Southeast Asia, people are very welcoming. Uh, they're always smiling. They have very little, but. They're not like Westerners, like they can, they're more generous. Mm -hmm. There is real poverty, real Mm -hmm. poverty, though, because they maybe they're not starving, but they only eat rice and chicken for two weeks. Uh, This is what an Australian volunteer told me, actually, that uh, she was working there. And she told me, you know, they don't have the variety Mm. that we have in, in the West. Uh, it's not like some countries in Africa where people are really dying from starvation, but I don't know if it's third world or second world. I don't know, but
1: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, l- well, I mm. mean, um, basically, the the reason that we chose Laos was because um, uh, the the charity only operates in three countries um, oh. at at the moment, um, and. Uh, the reason that we chose laos was because um uh, i think it's maybe more unusual than uh, some of the uh the other uh, the other possibilities right the other possibilities were uh countries in africa and south america um mm. and so maybe laos is just a little bit more um uh i don't know surprising unusual so that's why mm. we chose mm. but it would mm. be great to to build schools in um on every continent that's our objective mm. yeah
0: wow okay yeah. good luck with that yeah. thank you um okay uh christian how should we title this episode <laughs> i have an idea but i'm not sure do okay. you have an idea how How should i what, sh- what title should i give to this <laughs> episode
1: um oh my god um Jeez, I really have no idea.
0: Because um, we talked about. What's your idea? Langu- Tell me your idea. My idea is: what is language with uh, okay. Christian from Kangaroo English? Okay. Because that was okay. the first question. I, I like but it. But I don't know.
1: You like it? Well, I I like it because um, you know the basically everything that we have talked about today. Uh, mm can be, can be, well, relates to the answer to that question, I think. So, So, I think it's a good title,
0: yeah. What is language with Christian from Kangaroo English? And why, I have a, I have a question that, the last question really, it's, uh, at the beginning of your videos, you always say, well, you used to say, because now you don't do it anymore. Yeah. Um, Today is Monday, or today is... Friday, best way of the week.
1: Best day of the week, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, how did you come up with it? I mean, does it mean anything or it just, uh, you're like me, you know, you don't know how to start your videos, like I don't know how to start my (laughs) podcast and you just, you know, always say the same thing.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, um, uh, I don't actually uh, remember how it started. I think it just started out of... um, uh, wow this sounds really um cheesy okay like cliched and corny but um uh-huh. but li- like i said um at the beginning of this episode i really um i'm kind of living my dream job no of of teaching mm. and and making content and so mm. i am filled with um an incredible amount of positivity and optimism and so like really, um, most days for me are just um, just great days, right? So it's just good to nice. be alive. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: well, yeah. Hey, w- but why don't you do it anymore?
1: Um, uh, well, um, <laughs> it's,
0: it's not. It's not. It's not going great. Or what? No. No.
1: <laughs> no. I think uh, because basically. Um, uh, I, I used to make um, many, many videos per week and it was more like um, uh, it felt more uh, live. No, it felt like I'm recording it on this day and I'm releasing it on this day. And But, uh. but now um, I don't make as much content as I used to. So um, mm. uh, the, I think it doesn't really work so well. <laughs> um, but it might come back, right? It might come back. You never know.
0: OK, OK, yeah. Christian, uh, huge, huge thank you for joining this episode. Thank you so much. I don't know how to end it, really. Uh, so I'm just going to say thank you, Christian. It's been great. I wish all the best with your charity project, Travel Adapter, which we haven't talked about, but uh, I will put the links in the show notes with your academy and uh with life in spain
1: thank you sir thank you very much i, I wish the same for you um and uh, i'm sure we'll speak again very soon
0: yeah all right thank you christian bye bye thanks thanks bye <laughs> Okay, so this is the end of this long conversation with the one and only Christian Saunders from Kangaroo English. I highly recommend checking out Christian's YouTube channel because it's amazing. It's simply amazing. I love that channel. The link is in the show notes if you want to get in touch with Christian, if you want to be in touch with me. I'm not a YouTuber, yet, I might be one day, but I have a private email list that you can join. It's free and I send one email a month. Uh, no, one email a week, maybe two. Sometimes it depends on how much content I create where I tell stories. I share learning English tips. I talk about books and um, I announce events. Free events, paid events, paid courses, free classes. So the link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that you will join the next episode of Stolarot Stories with another true story. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye.